In this episode, I'm gonna cover two payment gateway methods that you can use either for personal or business use when dealing with either customers or businesses in China. The first method is how to buy supplies from China if you're either personally selling them or have a business that wants to sell supplies in China. The second method is how to receive payments from Chinese customers for services or any products that you may be selling in China. So some examples, if you teach English to some Chinese students, if you're an independent contractor, or if you're just shipping goods in China in general, then the second payment method will definitely help you out. If you want to see weekly content and podcasts about having a better lifestyle in China as a foreigner or an expat, whether it is for business or for personal lifestyle, consider following this podcast. So for the first method, buying supplies in China, what payment methods do you need? Have you heard of Alibaba, AliExpress, Taobao? How about 1688? These are personal platforms used really to source goods from China and to find local suppliers. They all require different payment methods. From my experience, Taobao and 168 are more profitable from a business point of view, especially when you're buying bulk items. Their weaknesses are that they may lack some certifications and may not have the shipping infrastructure needed to ship overseas, and they're mainly focused on domestic sales. For benefits, their pricing is very attractive. Their customer service is almost immediate and you can overcome a lot of the issues with a reputable freight forwarder that can deal with all your shipping requirements. AliExpress and Alibaba are the international versions of Taobao and 1688, which means the pricing is more expensive, but most of the time, the logistics may run smoother if you don't have a legitimate freight forwarder as a partner. So what is needed to pay these suppliers? The answer is Alipay. Alipay is one of the biggest platforms used in China to make any kind of e-payments that are directly linked to either your personal account or to your bank account. It is pretty much the standard form of payments when it comes to doing business in China. One of the weaknesses you may experience is that this platform is limited for foreigners. I'm not saying it's impossible to create, but it is limited. What I mean is that for larger transaction limits, you require a Chinese bank account to actually open a verified Alipay account. You can only get a Chinese bank account in person for now, so there's no way you can open a bank account remotely in China. Otherwise, there is an option for you. If you're just getting started, I recommend you open up an Alipay Tour Pass. The limits are about 2,000 RMB per transaction and a total of 6,000 RMB within a three-month period. You can say 2,000 RMB is about $400 and 6,000 RMB is about $1,200 for reference. This is a great gateway to get your feet wet with electronic payments in China, opening an Alipay Tour Pass account. Think of this example. You want to sell wireless Bluetooth speakers into your local markets, whether it's for your business or maybe you just want to have a side gig to sell. You find a legitimate price and a legitimate supplier on the Taobao or Alipay platform. However, when it comes to doing the payment, you see that you can't use MasterCard or Visa, that you can only use Alipay. Well, if you open an Alipay Tour Pass, it is very easy to go ahead and make that purchase. You can easily set an Alipay Tour Pass by downloading the international version of Alipay, having a passport, and an internet connection. You simply will have to go through some authentication methods, like taking a picture of your passport and verifying your passport information and also be ready to provide your international Visa or MasterCard that is linked to your card because that is how you're going to top up your Alipay account. 
If you're going to use this method, I highly recommend that you ship the items from Taobao or 1688 directly to a freight forwarder warehouse. This will make it much easier for you to ship goods overseas. For if you try and do it on the platform internally, you will run into many issues as I have in the past. And some more good news about using freight forwarders is that a lot of them accept PayPal and USD payments. So you are good to go as long as you use Alipay Tour Pass to pay for the products you can use your MasterCard or Visa to finish the process of actually shipping the products from China to your respective location. Now, don't get me wrong. Once you get your feet wet and you think this is a very profitable business, I highly recommend you open a Chinese bank account and come to China because many doors open for you. Depending on your business, having a Chinese bank account can open the limits of transactions to over 20 to 30,000 USD, which is about 100,000 RMB. If you don't want to save on the cost of goods, then you can simply use Alibaba or AliExpress, and those payment gateways are typically Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, and maybe some other methods, maybe even Western Union. However, from my experience, the cost of goods on the 168 platforms can be up to, if not more, than 50% cheaper than buying them on AliExpress or Alibaba. So to summarize the best payment methods to buy supplies from China as a business, I recommend you open an Alipay TourPass account, which is free to use, and it gets your feet wet so you can get comfortable with the platforms of finding suppliers in China. Once you've gotten your feet wet or you reach your transaction limit and you found that the business is quite profitable, then I highly consider you come to China, open a bank account that can easily use your Alipay and cut the restrictions off so that you can do more business without any payment barriers. Now for the second method, receiving payments in China. Do you do business or provide services and you want to know how to get paid by Chinese customers? The preferred way to pay in China is either through WeChat or Alipay if you're a Chinese person or a typical Chinese citizen making a payment. But with this method, you are at high risk of having your assets frozen if you don't have a verified Alipay account or WeChat account, meaning you don't have a Chinese bank account. Is there a workaround? Of course. And that workaround from my experience is PayPal. There are two versions of PayPal. There's an international version and a Chinese domestic version. Let's say you're an independent contractor, for example, you're teaching kids English in China. You already have a relationship with the children's parents and you've already built a network of customers. You want to build them for every class you teach, but you don't have Alipay. This will require the customer to sign up for a Chinese PayPal account. After the customer verifies their PayPal account, they can link their PayPal to some major bank cards from ICBC, ABC, Bank of China, and many more banks that accept it. Be wary that some banks, especially if they're more rural and local, may not be able to integrate with the PayPal application, so just be aware of that. So once everything is set up, you have finally finished the first step to complete the payment gateway. Now the next step is to make sure you are okay to receive the funds. How I recommend doing this kind of business is to keep it invoice oriented. So on PayPal, let's say I have an international PayPal account, make sure you do your transactions using invoices. That way it's easy to track and at the end of the year, when you have to file taxes, at least you have everything organized, ready to go. There's another method where you can just simply receive the money and ask to receive the money, but it doesn't keep as good of a record as an invoice does. Plus, an invoice makes your business look more legitimate because you can put terms and agreements on there and put more details of what service you're providing to the customer. Now, the beauty of using PayPal is that when you give an invoice to your customer, all you'll need is their email account that's linked to their Chinese PayPal account. You can send the invoice in your mother currency. So for example, if you want to get paid in USD in dollars, you can simply make sure the invoice is in USD. It will send that invoice to the customer. 
PayPal will then do the currency exchange rate on its own. So if the customer only has RMB, which is a Chinese currency, they can easily switch the RMB to USD and you as a service provider can finally get paid in USD. So this is very easy for the customer because they won't have to worry about any exchanges of cash, which is kind of hard to do in China. Now, there may be some limitations when you're starting out this PayPal invoicing method. If you are a new customer, your funds may be put on hold in the beginning until you build a, a portfolio and have a reputation with PayPal. Typically, it can range from one to three weeks where they see that you're a legitimate business and you're not trying to scam anyone for money. Then they'll stop placing your funds on hold. You can start doing this with a personal PayPal account, of course, using the international version. And then as you get more comfortable with the system, then you can upgrade to a business account. Note that upgrading business account, depending on what country you're in, can also be free in the beginning. So let's consider some accounting with PayPal because there's fees associated with it. Typically, PayPal takes 3% of the cut if you're running international business. If you're running a business in the USA and you have a USA PayPal account, then that may be lowered to 2%. But in this case, we're going to use 3% as our number for international transactions. So let's say I charge $20 an hour for teaching each student and I want to teach for two hours. At the end, you should invoice the customer $41.2 because PayPal will keep 3% of the transaction. 3% of $40 will be $1.2. So at the end, you will get $40 into your PayPal account. Transferring money from your PayPal account to your bank account is typically free unless you want an instant transfer. Instant transfers tend to have a little bit of a fee as well, but you get the money immediately. If you want to use the free version and you're a patient person, within one to three days, you should see the money hit your bank account. Also consider contacting your local bank if they have instant transfer support with PayPal. This is not mandatory for there's an extra fees I mentioned for instant transfer fees, but it's just good to know. Otherwise, like I mentioned before, your transfers will have to wait one or three days with no fees. So now, if you ever want to start a business with Chinese suppliers or customers, you have an idea of what that gateway can look like for you. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Expat Survival in China. You can follow me on social media by looking me up at Expat Survival on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and my Facebook group. For one-on-one -on -one questions, feel free to join my community and direct message me on any on the social media platforms. Thank you for listening. Keep surviving, and I will catch you in the next episode.